0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Amen. Thank God for His goodness. Amen. Well, we're so glad that you're here with us today today. Um, I'm telling you, it has been so hard during these times, and I just want to tell our Passion Church family, our friends and family, those of you that may be tuning in for the first time, you know, we are so excited about the days when we can get back together. We miss each and every one of you so much. Those of you that we don't even know yet that are supposed to be here, we already are missing you. I'll tell you, though, the days are coming when we will come back together and there will be a great celebration celebration. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. You know, there's a song that says, I want to go to church. And I remember it was playing the other day when me and my granddaughter were coming back from somewhere. And I remember saying, man, I'll tell you, you know, you used to hear that song, but I said, now when you hear it, it really resonates in there. I'm so ready. You know, but I do believe, you know, that these are times, so that if we'll grab a hold of this, and have an anticipation of what's coming, I can tell you right now, rest in God, that the days are coming. But let's take this time to examine ourselves and just say, God, help me to be a better person. Help me now to see, God, where... Could I do better so that when we get back to these things and we get around family and friends, you know, and using opportunities maybe to witness to people that you might not be able, maybe you've been texting them or talking to people that you normally wouldn't talk to. Let's use these times now to say when I am able to get back again, I'm going to do better. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to get out in my neighborhood. I'm going to touch those around me and reach those that have not been reached. So I want to go ahead and get into the message, and my title is going to be The Next Thing. So, Father, we just ask you right now in the name of Jesus, oh, God, open up people's hearts, let their ears hear, and receive your word. Oh, God, let them hear your heartbeat today, not what I'm saying, but, God, what you're saying to them. I thank you in advance, Father, that your word is going to go forth, lives are going to be changed, be healed, made whole, people will be saved, delivered, set free. We thank you for it in advance, in the precious name of Jesus, amen so what is the next thing I believe the next thing is that we need to step up and get ready for what God is going to do he's already doing some things right now in us but he's getting ready to do some greater things through us so I believe that this is a time to trust God with all of your heart like you never have before this is the time to begin to declare that better is coming okay? It's not the end yet. We still have too much work to do. God is with us. I believe though this has also been a time, I don't know about anybody else, I can only speak for myself, but my heart has become more sensitive. It has become sensitive to the heart of God, but to those that are around me. Those that maybe know God, maybe those that have walked away from God, maybe those that have never truly given their life to God. My heart has become so sensitive to want to reach out to each and every person like never before. I've declared that I will be a doer and not a hearer only. That I'm going to do what my God has asked me to do. Now is our time to arise and shine and let's give God the glory. Now is the time to walk with Jesus. And let me just go ahead and tell you this. Everything's going to be all right. You know, in Psalms 91 I'm only going to read the first part of that, and I encourage you that Psalms 91 should be something you should be reading every day. Get up in the morning and read the entire Psalms 91. Declare that over your life, your family, your house. Do it every day. But it says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. I'm telling you, today is the day for you to get a hold. If you don't get a hold of anything else, that God is with you. He is for you. That you can go in to that secret place and let God surround you with his love. You know, the enemy rages a war against us. He does so with some weapons. And you know what those weapons are? Fear. He uses fear because then he's hoping then the fear then's going to lead to doubt, which then the next thing is going to start to lead to unbelief. So he's always trying to come after us because if he can get us full of fear, then it'll cancel out your faith. Faith comes from a Greek word that literally means total trust. It doesn't mean that we don't have to face the facts and that we're not looking at the situations and saying, yes, this is very real, but it's not greater than our God. It's not greater than his word. God's word is true. And let me just let you know, God has not been caught off guard. He has given though you and me a power, one that is supernatural. God is certain that his word is true. It's sure. It's right there. It's not going anywhere. And it is fail proof. God's word has your answer in it right now. All you've got to do is seek and you will find. Because see, the enemy wants your faith. Because remember, if he can get your faith, then he'll weaken your relationship with God. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. It means now total trust is the foundation. So now total trust in God is the foundation of what is to be possessed and the proof to remove all doubt. Why doubt? Because doubt means to waver. So when you waver, what happens? In James 1.8, it says that a double-minded man, one that wavers, the man, that man not ought to think that he should get anything from God because he's like that seed. He's tossed about with the waves that are up and down, and it says if you don't believe, then you cannot receive. So see, once again, there's the enemy's job to get you into doubt, to get you to wavering, to get you going back and forth. Well, does God want me well? Does God want me blessed? Does God want me here? He'll get you wavering and then fear creeps in and then you'll begin to doubt, which ultimately will begin to lead to unbelief. And unbelief is a position, a disposition against God. And what does that do? It Eventually, will create rebellion, which basically says, no, God. Now, I love you. I believe you. I have faith, but I'm not really walking in it, and I'm not going to walk it out because you're not truly believing. You've allowed doubt and unbelief to get in your heart. Now, faith doesn't remove facts. Faith doesn't say that isn't real. Faith doesn't say, oh, there's not a crisis. But let me remind you that crisis comes from the very word opportunity. This is an opportunity for either the turning of the better or the turning of the worse. But let me just let you know this. It's God's opportunity to you right now, right where you are, And through his word, if you'll grab a hold of it, I believe he's going to begin to bring stability and stabilize your faith in him and break the cycle of fear. If you'll replace fear with faith, God will begin to bring you into victory, to bring you into victorious living into every area of your life. You know, we've talked about how the devil wants you in that doubt because it cancels Fear and something uh, later on in your own time. If you'll go over to James in chapter one and verse eight, you can study that out. But let me just tell you something. Look back at verse two. Paul said, "Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, where whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work." so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously, to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like the waves. Of the sea blown and tossed by the wind, and that person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double minded and unstable in all his ways. Look, don't get in guilt now and condemnation over it. Just say, Lord, look, I've doubted you in some things, I've been wavering in my faith. But now's the day for for you to say but you know what today you brought revelation to me you brought the truth i realized what i had been allowing the enemy to do and now i'm going to trust you I don't have to know how. I don't have to know when. I don't have to know all the details. I just know that my God said he'd do it. He is my way maker. When there seems to be no way, God said, I'll make a way. He didn't say you would make the way. Man would make the way. He said, I'll make the way. So trust God and let him be your way maker in this impossible situation. Now that we find ourselves at different times dealing with anxiety and worry and doubt that are fluctuations between our faith and our flesh, man, I'll tell you, this has been a time where faith and flesh have been in a battle. But remember that John 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. You cannot separate God from his word. We also know that in Second Timothy 1.7, it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. God declares the just shall live by faith. Is that not correct? He also says things like in Hebrews 11.6, that without faith, it's impossible to please God. Now, please doesn't mean, oh, God, are you happy with me? No, it means fully agree with God. See, we've got to just come to that place. Get this out of the way. See, this right here has got to think everything out, try to reason it out. We think too much. Let's just trust God. Let's just believe The word of God is working on the inside of you, because without it, it's impossible to fully agree with God. So listen to me now. Agreement is a powerful thing. Now, you can choose to agree with the world and agree with the news, or you can say, yes, That's what they're saying. Yes, I see that's what's happening, but God has the final word, and I choose to agree with God. I'm going to get in agreement with God that I shall live and not die, that I shall be blessed to be a blessing, that I'm going to live long and strong, that there's people out there that need to know the truth and need to know about God and need to know about his love, so I've got to be busy about the father's business. But God wants you to come in agreement with his promises. So you have to come into agreement with them. Anyone who comes to him must first believe that he exists and that he rewards. He rewards those who earnestly seek him. Reward literally means to pay for hire. So God says, I'm hiring. Do you trust me? Will you just follow me? Look, I'm not taking lightly of what's going on. Yes, there is a pandemic. Yes, there are people that are dying. Yes, people have gotten sick. Yes, there are problems. Yes, there are situations happening all around us. Yes, there are circumstances. Things that too don't even have to do with the pandemic. People have been dealing with stuff. Yes, people are dealing with not having jobs. Maybe not having income. There's lots of stuff going on. But I've got to tell you this. That God said, I've got the answer, and I am the answer. So if you'll look to me, God said, I can take care of you. I will supply all of your needs. I will be your everything. Just begin to rest in nine, Psalms 91. I encourage you, like I said, read that every day, the whole thing. But the first part, again, I want to read. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God whom I trust. That's where you have to get today. I encourage you, get into that place of trust. Trust God. Quit trusting in your own human abilities and your thoughts and what you see. Begin to get into God's word and let that be the mirror and the reflection. Let your words frame your world. Don't let your words frame what they are saying. Let your world be framed with God's word. And that will make all the difference. You know, in First Timothy 6.12, it said, fight the good fight of faith. 2 Corinthians 5.7 says, walk by faith and not by sight. So over and over, we're reminded as people of faith, and if you're not, it's easy. Just let Jesus become Lord of your life, and he'll begin to show you these steps. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. But we're set to go into the world. And so right now, we have a man in heaven. His name is Jesus, and he's representing us. He is praying for us. Everything is calm in heaven. They are not freaking out. They are not fretting and worrying. Everything is okay. In fact, the Bible says that in Hebrews 7.25, Jesus is our high priest. He is there. He has ever lived to make intercession for you and for me. He sits at the right hand of the Father on your behalf. He said, I'm going to help work with your faith. I'm going to help encourage your spirit. I'm going to help bring peace to your heart, your soul, your mind, so that you know God has you. He's got you, but you've got to invite him in, and you've also got to allow him To hold you in his arms. It doesn't mean that nothing in the world is ever going to happen. That there's no bad going to happen. We live in a bad world with a bad devil. But it also says that God's sovereignty surpasses anything that you'll ever see or experience in the natural. So let's give it over to him today. Let's give all that over to him You know, I'm telling you, now is the time. Now is the time. If you've never trusted God, trust God. And now is the time that even maybe you say, oh, I've been a Christian for a long time. But I guarantee you all of us have had some things that we've had to reexamine, that we've had to go back and say, maybe I really haven't been walking with God like I should have been walking. Maybe I haven't been trusting him like I should. So let's just choose today to give it all over. Let's replace worry with praise. Let's begin to say, God, I'm going to trust you with all of my heart, with all of my life. I'm not going to allow worry to come in and cause me to be full of fear that brings sickness and disease, that brings stress and anxiety. No, I'm going to choose that, God, you're well-able. That, God, you're the God is able to do. You're the God that opened up the Red Sea. You're the God that comes at the midnight hour. You are the way maker when there is no way. I have faith and not fear is going to be my new logo. I will have faith and not fear. I will praise and not worry. I choose to rejoice in the Lord. I choose to let joy the joy of the Lord be my strength you know his joy surpasses all understanding, anything you could ever think or imagine I'm praying for all that have lost loved ones during this time some because of this virus and some just because of other circumstances have lost loved ones and have not even been able to grieve them properly, my heart goes out to you praying for you. We're praying for those of you that have been attacked by this virus. Or maybe you've got loved ones or family. We're praying with you and for you that you've got the victory. Keep your eyes on him. Say what God says. Don't say what everybody else is saying. Say what God says. I know that some of you are feeling lonely. Maybe during this time you've been isolated. But you're not alone. He's with you. He loves you. He says, cry out to me, and I will wrap you with my loving arms, my healing arms, my comforting arms. Maybe you're feeling lonely, afraid, and lost. Just let Jesus be your friend today. Maybe you don't know him in this way that I'm talking about, but today he can be Lord of your life first time or maybe you're realizing during this time you need to come back to him or maybe you've been coming to church every Sunday going through the motions but you've been playing church and you say God I want a real relationship with you I want my life to tell a story that people want to read that people want to know This God, this God of love, a God of goodness, a God of healing and wholeness, a God of restoration, a God that's real, a God that surpasses anything I could ever think or imagine. Maybe you're saying, I've allowed the devil's voice to become louder than God's voice. Well, today is your day to make a change now you've been told, now you know, now you can begin to declare God's word over your life and over your family and over your loved ones. So let's reach up and reach out to him today. Because he wants to surround you with his love and his peace and his joy, but he's waiting for an invite. You know, God is a gentleman. He'll never force himself on anyone, but today he's saying, will you invite me? I have hope. He has great things for you. You know, God has destined each and every one of you, destined you for a great destiny. God just says, I'm waiting for the invite. God said, I want to bring you to a place of fullness of joy. Will you let daddy love on you today? And like I said, I'd like to pray with you and repeat this with me. Maybe you don't know Jesus like this, or maybe you've wandered off. Or like I said, maybe you've been the faithful one that has sat in the pew every Sunday, every Wednesday. You're involved in all kinds of stuff, but you've allowed yourself to become distant where you've come and you've gone through the motions, but you forgot about kingdom business. And those were the ones that were out there that needed to hear from God, that needed someone to love them and pray for them. But let's first pray for those that Maybe you don't know Jesus' way. Maybe you've never on purpose asked him into your life. So pray this with me. Say, Dear Lord, I ask you to come into my life. I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Lord, maybe I don't understand all of this, but please come into my life. Come into my heart. And I ask you today, To be Lord of my life. To be Lord of everything. In Jesus name. Amen. And I'd also like to pray one more prayer. I just keep feeling that there's so many. That fear and loneliness has gripped you. It has just grabbed a hold of you. Which is just causing you to get into depression. Anxiety. And you just can't seem to get out of that dark hole. I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for each and every one and I bind that spirit of fear. I bind that spirit of loneliness. I bind that spirit of depression. I come against you right now. And I declare that they'll feel the love of God. They'll feel his peace right now. They'll feel his joy surrounding them. I declare right now, no more, no more depression, no more anxiety, no more darkness. You are not alone. God is with you. We are with you. We are praying with you and for you. And I declare right now, God, surround them with your love. And I also pray for those that have lost loved ones, whether it's due to the virus or due to other circumstances during this time. I declare, God, peace. Peace over them. A peace that passes all understanding. Oh, God, gird them up in your loving arms and love them this day. Let them know. Comfort them with a peace that passes all understanding. Let them feel and know your love today. Oh, God, we thank you right now for peace, peace, peace. In Jesus' name. Now, I encourage you, you can go to our Facebook page, Church. You can go to the Facebook page, Passion Alexander City. And there'll be a place on there, or you can go to the website, like I said, mypassion.church, and there's a place where you can send a message, so you can send a prayer request. You can personal message on the Facebook page, and maybe let us know if you gave your heart to Jesus today. We'd be glad to send some information to you to help you along this journey, and also to pray with you and for you. So send those things to us so that we can pray with you and for you. And once again, we just want to say, oh, how we miss each and every one of you so much. And if you are tuning in for the first time, this will also be posted later on the Passion Alexander City YouTube page. We encourage you, share this with your friends. Share the word of God. And we love you. And we're praying for you. And we look forward to seeing you. Join us again on Tuesdays. Pastor Bruce does pastor from the uh, front porch. On Thursdays, he does pastor from the pasture. So please join in. You'll find those once again both on our Facebook and on our YouTube page. We love you. We're here for you. And remember, God is for you. God loves you. Things are going to be all right. Amen.